Um, it took me two days to plunge a toilet. What? <laughs> but I got it. I just what? And I'm John Maltz. <laughs> I thought you had a power thing. Like a power and I'm John Maltz. <laughs> um, no, okay, I have well, plunged uh, many a toilet, and I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> I'm very scared right now. The whole thought of plunging taking two days is frightening. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Plunging This Car Around. Was it two nonstop days? That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it was not two. It was not two nonstop days. I mean, you know, my theory is don't. I mean, don't stand there over it that long. Just like try it, and if it goes, it goes. But then come back to it later because you know sometimes things will soak through. <laughs> I, I seriously, I love yeah. plungers. Like the technology or the, the the physicality that's happening with plungers is really cool. Like you're, you're creating vacuums. Like it's cool. That's we have cool. lousy plungers though. I think, I think we need new plungers. I don't, I don't, I, I got the one that the sweet home recommended. Um, yeah. See, I think, I, I think it, we need to up our plunger games. Part of the problem. Here's the problem is that the stores that you would go to, to buy a plunger don't have the correct plunging size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you need mm-hmm. is like a 12 inch diameter yes major plunger that will just completely seal that's the thing ours ours does not even come close so when i was in mexico (laughs) you gotta get yourself a mexican plunger oh no no when i was in mexico (laughs) um, they're illegal here but you (laughs) You gotta go across the border tijuana uh no some websites you can find no uh when i was in mexico there was a problem in the toilet and it was massive and um like, so I'm having a language problem. I'm like, oh, the toilet's not working, basically, is what I said. And then we were supposed to go, but we had a little delay. And so the guy came up, plunged, and was out before I could give him any money. Um, <laughs> but he had a, I've never seen a plunger that big. And also, his the way he contained everything in terms of how the plunger was handled and then bagged and t- removed from the room was amazing. Like, mm-hmm very professional and i should have tipped him like 30 dollars just just for yeah. that but that was a that was the biggest plunger i've ever seen and it worked in like 0.8 seconds it was amazing yeah, i no, knew because like, i heard it yeah. i could hear it from you know a ways away anyway yeah John, for like 48 hours the, the, the for 48 hours the bathroom the downstairs bathroom was a toxic crime scene mm-hmm. um and then uh and then um we had we had to clean up yeah you know, once it once it was fixed it was <laughs> It was brutally scrubbed. <laughs> um, and until your fingers were bleeding. Lex, uh, you're awfully silent. Well, I'm a quiet man. I, Obviously. I, I, Is this a topic you can't touch? You can't no, yeah, Scripps, Scripps is, does not want him talking about plunging toilets. I'm not supposed to talk about serious, plungy-worthy shit. Um, that's... That's okay. on the don't discuss it list. Okay. Like if something is really <laughs> shitty and horrible and yes. in need of like any tool you have available to remove it, also, that's the kind of stuff I'm not supposed to talk about. Also gotcha. what so, we're talking about now. He's not allowed to talk about <laughs> Right. Right. So so anything that might involve a Senate or a hearing or a cabinet. In the middle of the night. Or, Listen, or if you gotta drain the swamp in your toilet, conference. you drain the swamp. Yeah. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Mm. Or or things that go on in Russian hotel rooms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you want to talk about these are topics we cannot stuff. discuss with Lex. We can mm. talk about how we talk to our children about such things. I I did not talk you to know, him about that at all. You didn't. There is actually uh there's a I don't know a, an unwritten story or probably it's probably not an unwritten story. A story that I haven't read is 
what has at least been to me a serious uptick in the number of Facebook, and I'm going somewhere serious with this, like a number of Facebook groups for, uh, honestly, especially for moms, but for parents about life today, right? And so I've seen, there's one that's like parent, uh, and I'm guessing there were some that uh, Republicans have and still have, uh, Mm -hmm. but I I haven't seen those as much. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, there's some that my my wife was invited to a group called Parenting During a Trump Presidency. Uh, (laughs) There's like Pantsuit Nation and other, I've seen others of these types of groups. And um, my wife, again, not sharing any of my political views, but my wife had posted in (laughs) the uh, parenting during a Trump presidency page. And right. so Facebook said, Hey, your friend, Lauren Friedman, <laughs> she's more than a friend, Facebook, but mm-hmm. said your friend had posted there. <laughs> and her post was about how when our kids are out of line that she has sometimes taken to telling them, Hey, you know, you're being dishonest or you're being inappropriate and you're behaving like Trump. Do you want to be Trump esque? Oh. And she was asking what the, what the parenting during a Trump presidency group thought about that. And people, the, the thread was interesting because people were saying, yeah, we call my kid who's three year old. Like when he freaks out, it's a, a Trumper tantrum. Um, <laughs> and people were saying, you know, the downside is they have this reply that they could carve out saying, well, yeah, but he gets to be president. Um, <laughs> but so it's, it's interesting. But did you, talk to your your, did you talk to your kids, John Armstrong about, uh, about that story with okay, the, yes. uh, the P stuff? Not my biological children. Um, but mm-hmm. we were, we were watching actually president Obama's farewell speech and mm. I had Twitter open. And so, um, things were scrolling through and, um, my girlfriend's oldest was kind of glancing over and like, I, I, there were some hashtags and I'm, I'm like, just don't look at this. Just listen to the speech. And, um, and then what are golden um, showers? Yeah. Then it was like, but she didn't ask about that initially. What she asked about was witch hunt. And mm. so I was like, okay, so, you know, and she actually had a colonial history, you know, unit in grade school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a common like fourth grade thing or fifth or one of the grades anyway. Um, and they talk about the witch trials. One of the, one of the subjects was the Salem witch trials. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, the kids had to do a presentation on that anyway. So I'm like, okay, so it's like the, that <laughs> they had to, they had um, to burn ex- another kid. Right. Yeah. Except for what, what it means now is that typically it's, it can be a couple of things. One is a way that, you know, I've talked about deflection and how someone who is, they want to kind of be a victim. They will use that. Like, Oh, it's a witch hunt meaning they're looking for something they're not going to find and I'm innocent and I'm also, this is completely unfair. Or it could also be like, we don't want to go on a witch hunt because it's, you know, witch hunts are dumb and witches don't exist. So there's a couple of different ways that that could be used. Those witches are the two I covered. stitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next mm, afternoon, <clears throat> uh, I think some school talking happened. And so she asked me about that. And I said about golden showers. And I said, um, one, I didn't think I'd be having this conversation ever Two, Uh, I said that to myself uh, before I started talking to her. And then I said, well, some people, you know, people do things in private that they think are sexy. And it can be a lot of different things. And one of those is that some people like to either watch people peeing watch people peeing on somebody else be peed on themselves or pee on someone else. And she was just like mortified. But I thought, you know, I just made a call 
and I'm not sure that that was the right call. And I may <laughs> edit this all out based on what you guys say next. <laughs> I mean, if Hank had asked, I don't know. I probably would have told. I probably would have said something similar, maybe. Um, but um, it didn't come up, and I was not about to bring it up. I just, I thought. Meh. it's interesting <laughs> that's not that's not a conversation it's not something i want to think about and it's not um yeah yeah it's, if, so it's not a conversation i'm going to start if anya had asked about it um i guess i would have probably gone armstrong-esque i think i would have said something along the lines of um you know when you're older mm-hmm. um that different people like different things, and it's okay to like stuff if everybody's uh, into Consenting. it and willing. And when a happy. man hates a black president very much, he <laughs> flies to Russia, right? And I, actually, that's hires probably, sex workers to pee most, on each other on the bed no, that, the, that the black president slept. Honestly, on. that's the easier conversation, right? Like to to mm-hmm. leave any to not no kink shaming here, by the way, but to to no. leave any of that aspect out and just say, hey, you know what? Um, if you really don't like somebody, you might think, boy, I, I want to pee on that guy or pee on his bed. And that's mm. what happened. Mm. <laughs> like, just leave out. Yeah, right. It doesn't also, have to be yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It could just be right. a paid urinator, Did you <laughs> which is a great that? gig if you can get it. <laughs> I've got some websites. Stay hydrated. <laughs> paid urinators. That may be if you're listening the title to the show. of the show. Stay hydrated. <laughs> okay. So um, that, that kind of, yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, consenting, et cetera, et cetera. I think the the other thing is, is like, that's something, this is, I so what I said was, that's one of the reasons why kids shouldn't be doing sexy stuff is because that's complex and it's grown up and it's, and you need to be old enough to understand what's going on and, and consent. And it's super it. gross. All of it is and, just gross. And also, not just the peeing stuff, go. but everything right. is well, like, well, I just wanted know, to be careful. So I sticky did all that. and right. wet and just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And arms you know, and legs everywhere. Uh, have you guys heard the Have you guys heard the Patton Akimba? Oswald um, bit about some magazine that was created? Like he has a. It's, it's kind of like I've seen him do it with Easter egg dye, and I've also seen him do it with a piss drinking magazine. <clears throat> um, I don't know what the phrase for that is. Actually, you know, it's probably some Latin term for what that is. But uh, anyway, delicious. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, did I say delicious out loud? I was just yeah. thinking I was getting ready to talk about Blue Apron, one of our <laughs> advertisers today. You can't do that. You cannot, you cannot do that. Okay. <laughs> not doing it yet. Not going to allow that. Holy Speaking God. of peeing on beds, not, our other I mean, advertiser you're, today. You're the advertising professional, so I don't want to tell you your business. But <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. We're just going to let it go for a little bit. Um, uh, kids, though, they're great, huh? Actually, yeah. speaking of gross stuff and kids, mm-hmm. um, New Jersey is not the only state that's had this problem, but there has been a, a stomach bug, a 24-hour mm. stomach bug going around the schools and actually some of the, the like old age homes and stuff throughout the entire state that just like keeps getting passed around. And it's been going on for months now. And the Friedman House, uh, for a long time, remained immune. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Until. Uh, a few nights ago, Anya came into our room in the middle of the night. She's like, my stomach feels upset. Not like I'm going to throw up, but it, my stomach is bothering me. And we're like, okay. And then she ran into our bathroom and threw up in the sink. Uh, oh, so God. that was the start. <laughs> and then she, you know, we got her over to the toilet. She threw up some more. Fine. This is, by the way, if you're eating now, enjoy. And um, she spent most of the rest of the night 
being ill, sometimes getting to the toilet, sometimes getting to the bucket that we put right next to her bed, uh, and sometimes just hitting the floor instead, because why not, right? <laughs> um, so then, and like, Anya is a really good sufferer, meaning, like, she really hates to complain and to be unhappy, but, like, she was basically translucent after this night. Um, she remained ill the next day and she had to miss school and she hates missing school. And they like, we got her work at the end of the day and she was trying to do it, but like she couldn't stay focused on it because she had no anything in her. Like she was trying to, you know, drink water and have those, uh, right. What do you call it? The Pedialyte stuff. Pedialyte. But like she, there was nothing in her Ugh. and she could do the work. And she's like, I really want to go to school tomorrow. I hate getting behind in school. And the next day, like she clearly was not able to go to school Ugh. again. And like Lauren found her, I was actually in San Francisco by this point. Uh, but Lauren found her, uh, in the morning on the floor of her room crying because she wanted to go to school, but she didn't even have the energy to get dressed. <laughs> and, um, but now she, like yesterday, it was only two days out of school. Yesterday she was back. Like she's eaten again. Everything's fine. But uh, I, this, all of this to say, uh, stomach bugs can bite me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. A yeah. lot. And it just keeps going through the school. Like it's Cycling. crazy. All the yeah. schools. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else stay just... fine. Nobody else got it. The last time Hank got a stomach bug, he he made it into the bathroom and then just like threw up on the wall. Uh, <laughs> kids, can't it's that. really funny how bad, <laughs> how bad kids are at throwing up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, when Anya had no appetite, it was a shame for her. Do you know why? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think I'll I tell do. you why. Because we have some great, great food in this house, courtesy of our good, good friends at oh, Blue Apron. Yeah. And Blue Apron lets you, you can pick which meals you're going to get from their selections whenever you're, you're ordering or reordering. And you don't have to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't get that seafood because I don't know if it's sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium <laughs> Seafood Watch. It is. And Whoa. you're like, well, okay, I can get the seafood, but is the beef raised mainly or the chickens free range? Is the pork raised naturally? Yes, yes, and yes. And yes, they, re- they use regenerative farming practices for their produce. And of course, since Blue Apron ships you the exact amount of each ingredient that you need, you got no waste, okay? Uh, I was I, I was in San Francisco for work for a few days. I was visiting my friend Jason Snell, and he got a box of Blue Apron while I was there. He had a box delivered, and I was like, oh, are they back on your podcast? He's like, no, no. I mean, they are, but we're paid Blue Apron subscribers because we love it. And he gets the, the – we usually get the, the two-pack. Uh, sometimes we get the four-pack, but the Snells get the four-pack, and it was just so much food. And he was so excited as he was unboxing it and like putting all the stuff away. It was, it was really nice to watch, and he said that they usually cook it all together, which – is what Blue Apron says. They say that pe- people who are Blue Apron families, the families cook together nearly three times more often than non-Blue Apron families. Some of the meals available in January, seared pork chops with farro and cranberry chutney, spaghetti squash and marinara with mushrooms and garlic knots, mm-hmm. and here we go, spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and furikake. How'd I do? Was that good? Furikake? Mm-hmm. Furikake. No? Like what he said. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash turning. Turning, of course, is the first word of the name of this show. You will love how good it feels and tastes to get incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. By the way, who doesn't love getting packages? You do love getting packages. So order the package. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Even the dog likes getting packages because um, we get his treats through Amazon. So uh, oh. anytime the bo- a box comes to the door, um, he's just bam. he rushes to whoever's opening it and stands there, and you know because he thinks he might get a treat, and sometimes he does. 
Interesting. Yeah. He, we don't we don't feed him out of the blue apron box though. Okay. No, that's glad that's all ours. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> to hear chance. that. <laughs> so, uh, guys, I've been thinking yes. a lot about this, especially after yesterday. That some of the news yesterday, just news in general. But I'm um, I'm really trying to be careful here, Lex. For you, <laughs> are you training your children to deal with the white grandpa? brought dystopian future <laughs> are you okay john uh, yeah uh, swallowed a piece um, of the future i think <laughs> <laughs> like we had this period of time where the nation was moving in a direction where we were being more inclusive people were being able to marry that wouldn't weren't able to marry in the past you know we were we were healing uh, old wounds and it just feels like grandpa came to town with his army of other white grandpas and they're, they're not having any of that. That's what it feels like. And so how do you talk to your kids about evil white grandpa basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm <clears throat> happy Lecture. that none of their, not, neither of his grandparents um, are Trump supporters. So, okay. We, we actually, we really don't have anybody in our immediate family who is, um, but, you know, I, I think we talked about this previously, but you know, shortly after the election, when they sent him off to school, I talked to him and said, you know, if you see people like pushing other people around, hmm. you know, don't, don't put up with that stuff. Nice. So, um, which, you know, like I felt bad at the time. Like I felt like, I mean, I can yeah. remember uh, certain periods growing up when my parents would talk about serious stuff and I would just be like, ugh, I just mm-hmm. stop. I don't want to talk about, you know, like I'm, I'm a kid. I, w- I just want to be a kid. I don't want to have to deal with like your gross yeah. adult world. Um, yes. so I felt bad from that perspective, but I also wanted to say something because, you know, at the time there were a lot of reports going around, um, of really bad things happening. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, if we don't, if we don't all stand up against it, it just keeps happening. Right. What, uh, did you guys, did you guys watch Meryl Streep's, uh, speech? I, I did. thought she, had, I thought she addressed it very well. And I know that there are people who think that, that famous people shouldn't, um, get involved in politics. And I would agree with them on certain counts, uh, <laughs> or become um, president. Honestly, mm-hmm. the, the thing to but, me that was the bummer about Meryl Streep's speech was that, um, she started out by saying she had, you know, that she had lost her voice, but mm-hmm. because her speech itself became uh, so newsworthy, I missed out on the opportunity to say, I guess she has streep throat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the, kids, the kids don't want to hear about serious uh, adult topics. They also don't want to hear Lex's jokes. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, no doubt, Jeff. <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, it was, uh, I, I will say... One thing that that we have talked about is I have some friends who are are Trump supporters, and um, whether I am or not is none of your business. But the <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, these Trump supporting friends were annoyed when not when Meryl Streep you know said hey let's all be nice to each other and didn't even uh, reference uh, the president elect by name, but mm-hmm. rather when uh, in his response uh, Mr. Trump wrote out like. Meryl Streep is totally overrated. <laughs> um, and so 
one thing I did talk to my kids about with that was like, hey, um, you know, we talk about good fights and bad fights. Like, if we're going to disagree about something, let's disagree about things that are are real and legit. Like, we do, if we devolve into to name calling and like, well, one time you did this and whatever, like, then it's not it's not helping, right? Let's let's keep a discussion on whatever the discussion is about. So that was that was one life lesson that Twitter helped me teach. Okay, you know what I mean? Mm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You dig it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, okay. That's why but, I always say nothing bad has ever happened on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At all. I have Never. to say that was kind of a fun night, uh, <laughs> in terms of schadenfreude and also just kind of a humor, a humorous release. Uh, I don't think that's maybe the best word yeah. to use, but, but there, it just felt good to laugh really hard just a um, stream of humor, were, constant yeah, stream yeah, of humor. Constant. This Twitter stream was Cold. full of golden barbs of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Your stream should not be full of barbs. Well, if they're humorous, that you, <clears throat> you should. Um, you should have that. You should have that looked at. Probably stay hydrated a little. <laughs> stay better. definitely stay hydrated. Ah, all these barbs are getting on me. <laughs> <laughs> they're very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the show's <laughs> over, basically, is what we're saying. And then we've, we've no. grounded to all. We've grounded to all. Here's what you guys, we're going to think about what we'll talk about next in the, mm-hmm. in the parenting okay. realm. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we have one other advertiser that we can't miss acknowledging, and it's our old friends, longtime supporters of the show, maybe the longest-running Turning This Car Around advertiser, and that would be Sleep Number. Have you started Woo. a list of New Year's resolutions? Whether it's to lose weight, exercise more, or stress less, all good goals, here's a tip to help make them stick. Make sleep your number one goal. Most of us here in the U.S. of A. get less than the recommended seven to eight hours of sleep a night, if you're included. Science proves getting more sleep will make it easier to achieve and keep your other resolutions. And for your best possible sleep, there's my bed. Not literally my bed. That would be inappropriate. But mm-hmm. you should get the same bed that I sleep in. The Sleep Number Bed with Sleep IQ technology. The Sleep Number Bed lets you choose your ideal firmness, comfort, and support on each side. It's the perfect bed for couples, so each side of the bed can be at the level of firmness or bounce or softness that you want it to be. Sleep IQ technology lets you uh, track your sleep so you know how to adjust for your best night's sleep. And whether it's adjusting your sleep number setting or making different lifestyle choices, you know what's working because Sleep IQ tells you. Anybody have their sleep number setting offhand? Setting, 90. Yeah. All right. Sleep number setting is 90 for John and John. And what were your Sleep IQ scores last night? Oh, I can't get mine right now. 78. I don't have my, I, uh, I got home from the airport at two 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and I was on the wrong time zone from having been in the West coast. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not the wrong time zone, like your time zone is wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, I had a little trouble falling asleep. So I think I got the, my lowest score ever. Uh, it was a 67, but, uh, I think that's not, that is, the best sleep I could have hoped to get. <laughs> I was right. in bed for a solid three and a half hours. Uh, had I been in anything that wasn't as comfortable as my sleep number bed, I, you know, and that thing could score me, it would have been like a negative four, just to be clear. So the sleep number queen mattresses start at only six ninety nine ninety nine, And right now, during the lowest prices of the season, you can save $600 on the sleep number I eight bed. You'll only find sleep number at any of the 500 sleep number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them Lex with turning this car around sent you. Thanks, Sleep Number. Lex sent you. <laughs> Thank you, Sleep Number. Uh, okay, so w- I know it was something we can talk about. The Amazon. Is it, is Echo. it not? Is it not P related? 
<laughs> it's definitely not pee related. Oh my it's, god! It's the Amazon Echo story where the six year old ordered a bunch of stuff or whatever <laughs> by telling uh, yep. Alexa that yep. she wanted a dollhouse, and then when it was reported mm-hmm. on the news, that triggered a bunch of dollhouses being purchased. Right. Right. Did you guys follow the story? I did you yes. talk about it on your other show. We did not yet, but we we clearly must. Hmm. Didn't we mention it? Pre- Maybe we mentioned it. Oh, you were not in, you were not on that show. This oh, week. right. Yeah, you did talk about it. I haven't heard the episode yet. I'm not sure if we. I can't now. I can't remember if we talked about it or not. Hmm. And I just erased the show notes. So <laughs> <laughs> perfect. My kids love the Echo. If you have one. I mean, you can you can go in and tell it to you can change your settings that you can't order stuff from it. Uh, I occasionally end up with things on my uh, Amazon shopping list that when it's mishearing what the kids are saying to it, uh, but it's never purchased anything. So how do you uh, do? You can set up a passcode. How do you set up? How, how does the passcode work? Do you then just say the passcode? I honestly don't know. Okay. Mm. Um, however, like you have to confirm it. Like it says wait, do you want me to buy this thing? And you have to say yes. At least that's my experience. Um, and then you get an email confirmation and then you have time to cancel it. Like m- many steps happened here that uh, feels like they could have been avoided at some point. Like you do get an email that says, okay, your expensive thing is on its way. Um, however, uh, when I was visiting Jason Snell, I was able to teach him things that the Echo could do that he was unaware mm-hmm. of that the kids especially can really enjoy. Like if you say good morning to uh, your echo each day, as in Alexa, good morning. Um, it'll respond to you with a new fun fact every day. Not just like, Hey, good morning. But like yesterday, as we record this, it was like, today is Alexander Hamilton's birthday. And he's the only founding father with a musical written about him. Unless Stephen Sondheim was working on the John Adams story. Ha ha ha. Uh, sometimes it'll be like, Hey, I can sing you a song. If you say this and it'll tell you about Easter eggs within the echo. And so, uh, teach your kids to do that instead of telling them to uh, buy things with it. Is my <laughs> mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. So alternative. So you're, you're blaming it on bad parenting, is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> let's blame the parents. You're echo shaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Nobody Listen, ever wants to blame the echo. If you want to pee on your echo, I have no problem with it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you might get a little, You might get a pretty bad electrical shock. <clears throat> yeah, Alexa, where is the best pro urine hotel? <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna set off people's Alexas, and they're gonna respond to that. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, hopefully, I'm, my pronunciation is terrible, and they'll be fine. Mm. Okay. Or someone yeah. will buy a whole bunch of like. They'll you're part of the problem, of- is what I'm saying, not okay. part of the solution. Mm. Not part of the bleachy <laughs> solution. When you say solution, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Pneumonia. laughs> Forty minutes of pee jokes. Yep. Well, we had to. I mean, come on. It's the week, right? It's I guess week. so. Um, it's the week of pee. So, <laughs> is, that, is that what this podcast is? Are, are, we, are we a current topics? Yeah. <laughs> current oh, news course. podcast Top, now? Top, no. I just, Only when it's pee. Well, it's because of the, the parenting implications. I mean, you, you know, <laughs> the words golden showers had to be explained to some kids out there. I saw a lot in my Twitter feed about this. Like parents being like, well, I just had the conversation with my seven-year-old about golden showers. I'm like, well, maybe that was not the appropriate thing to do. But whatever. I wonder if Alexa has, a, has an explanation. Yeah. Alexa, mm-hmm. what is a golden shower? I, I, it's not in this room, so I'm no, not going to get the answer. But I'll find out later. But now, now everyone who's listening to this, um, Here. you know, In fact, there's allowed. an app for the iPhone that lets you pose questions to the Alexa back end if you will. The app is called Astra. I believe it's 99 cents in the store. No, no. Alexa, no. 
What is a golden shower? It's thinking. Sorry, I can't find the answer to the question I heard. I think that's the right answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go ask your mother. That's the best way to handle that question. <laughs> um, in another parenting topic, something that's come up recently yes. is how, it, like, wanting your kids to not be jerks about it and not be annoying about it, but knowing that they can, even saying speak up to power is overselling it, is overstating it. But, like, um, in Anya's school, you can join chorus. It used to be that you could join chorus in the in the beginning of the school year or in the winter. Uh, and now they said you have to join in the beginning if you want to do if you want to be in the in the winter show as well. Or I guess it's it's really the spring show. So you can join in preparation for the winter show or join in preparation for the spring show. Now you've got to do both. You can't do one or the other. Um, Anya's always done the whole year, but the reason a lot more people would join for the spring show is the winter show is only seen by the kids in school and like no kid in school sees the whole show. It's like different periods as they walk into lunch, you'll hear the chorus singing some of the songs and as you walk out, then then you're gone again. So all of this to mean the winter show, your parents don't get to see you and you have a smaller audience, but then the spring show is like the big, it's at night. Everybody comes to the school and watches you. Wonderful. And Anya was asking me today as I drove her to chorus, uh, why uh, do they do that that way? Why doesn't why don't they have the winter show be seen by adults? Like, wouldn't it be fun for our parents to get to see us do those songs too? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. And <laughs> I said, I don't know why. Why don't you ask the chorus director? Like, why don't you ask her sometime? Because she's also the music teacher. Like, why don't you ask her sometime when it's not in the middle of chorus? Hey, by the way, why is it done this way each year? And she needed like reassurance that she wouldn't get in trouble for asking. Like, well, you're not saying, hey, you idiot head, why are you doing it this way? Or why are we doing it this stupid way? You can just say, I'm curious, you know, why is this? And like, I, I really, I think that there are a lot of adults who are otherwise well-functioning, but who get nervous about picking up the phone, even if it's like to call customer support or to call to complain about something or to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And people who just get nervous about asking questions of others in whether it's positions of authority or just other adults sometimes if they're Mm -hmm. if they're not friends and i would say i do not have that problem (laughs) and i would (laughs) like to but i don't have the problem because i'm a jerk and i would like to teach my family my kids to not have that problem but also be nice so that's that's a thing that i've been thinking about as of this morning when Hmm. i brought it up (sighs) do you know what i mean at all does that make any sense yeah 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 like it's it's really just about a level of confidence or a kind of confidence. Like you can talk to everybody. Every it's really everybody poops. <laughs> that's that's the message. <laughs> and peas. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. The shortest episode ever. No, yeah, I got, uh, Hank doesn't usually have a problem like <laughs> saying things back to people. <laughs> um, I think I think needs a little work on saying you know like on uh, focusing on things that are important. <laughs> He has a real problem with the school dress code. I will say, I will say that. <laughs> um, what, what, what's his issue? I mean, what is the... He does not like having a dress code. Just he does all. not like wearing the same stuff every day. Every day, did, he does not like it. So, wait. Um, he doesn't every wear day a he uniform, gets up does he? and complains about the dress code. <laughs> does he yeah. have a uniform? Well, it's, a, it's not like uniform, uniform, but he, they, have a, they need to wear... Um, I'm not sure how to describe them. Pull, pull over um, shirts with collars, and then khaki or blue pants. So, so it's like a no, golf but not shirt, je- but not jeans. Golf shirt and and uh, and ca- like yeah, uh, kind of yeah, it's kind the of uniform, be- right? Like it's like, yeah. So it's like a you know. But the shirts, the shirts, and the so the pants can be khaki or blue, and the shirts can be red or blue. Red or blue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 
So they so have like, some leeway there, and there's no logo or anything. You know, there's no like right, no school. Um, although they can wear, you can also wear like the school name sweatshirts. And this, and you know, and I think this school has had <clears throat> in the past. Uh, before he started going to the school, they had a big issue um, with a dance that they had that the I think the eighth graders have, I guess, um, and that the the girls were not allowed to wear certain types of. Um, dresses i think they weren't allowed to wear dresses with spaghetti straps i believe is what it was um, yeah mm. so there's definitely a little uh, over conservatism going on there yeah a little too much yeah but i mean you know he also at the other on the other hand he has not like sat down and wrote, written a letter or, or anything he's just like <laughs> so maybe that's what we need to say you know we, we, and we've said that before he just hasn't done it. Like, well, if you want to complain about it, write a letter. Um, you know, actually complain about it to the people who <laughs> right the rule, not right. your actually, parents. Right. Yeah. We can't, so. you know, we're not going to fight your battle. Yeah. Well, I mean, or, you know, I would, I would yeah. go, I would, I don't know. I kind of like the, <laughs> the, the dress code. It makes it easy. But, right. But I don't, I wouldn't care if there wasn't one either. So, I mean, he didn't have one in grade school, and it was basically fine. So. I get it, though. I mean, especially as the kids get older, yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm I mean, I think it's so, it's like, I guess the, the part of the rule, reason for the rule is that, um, you know, they don't, the kids don't have, like, things to make fun of other kids about, I guess. Right. Right. Like, oh, your clothes are lousy or whatever. Right. But right. still, some kid made fun of Hank's shoes. I mean... <laughs> Like they find a way. They're gonna find something. I don't know. Right. I mean, something horrible. Maybe it's maybe it's you know even if you can just remove that one thing, it's better. But I don't know. And I think mm. the high school that he goes to does not have a address code. So when he's done here, he'll he won't have that problem anymore. Honestly, I I know all the arguments on dress codes, and I think in general I'm lightly in favor. Yeah, I feel like I am too. I would never fight for it. Um, like I would never say, Hey, come on, let's do it. But I, I don't know. It feels like it relieves a lot of stress. And yeah. it makes, uh, it makes sort of having like, you know, two pairs of pants or whatever and, or three, and then, you know, whatever, four shirts or whatever it's going to be like, there's, there's, that's your wardrobe. There you go. No thinking. We don't have to like try on six different things. If you're, you probably don't have this problem, John, but I will, um, yeah. I, you know, we'll have breakfast and I'll get up and uh you know, clean the dishes or whatever or go get dressed or you know i'll I'll prep myself to get out the door and in, in at any point if i'm walking through the apartment i will see one of the kids in one of maybe three different things that they will try on and think they're going to wear to school that day and change their mind and go back i've never my i think my oldest oldest is getting to this point um Marlo just will, will change clothes just to change clothes. Like she'll be like, Oh, I got home from school and I wore this. And then an hour later, I didn't feel like that anymore. So I, I put on this and this other new, but like, so by the time it's bedtime, she's worn like six outfits and pajamas, which is fine, whatever, as long as she, you know, takes care of it. But, but the, my girlfriend's kids, like they have to look a certain way when they go to school. They're very, um, I wouldn't say they're like image conscious necessarily, but just, they like to wear things that they feel express themselves. Does mm-hmm. that make any sense? Sure. 
So yeah, they will try on things, and it's sort of like that's a lot of energy. That like twenty minutes mm-hmm. of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Yeah. Hank sort of did that today because he came down and he was looked like he was dressed. And then um, as we were getting ready to go to school, he suddenly said, wait, I don't have any underwear on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing there's a no commando clause. uh, (laughs) Um, I will say Sierra every day. If you ask her what she wants to wear, always, always, always. I want to wear a dress. Every single time. Um, so we often find a way for her to wear a dress, but uh, on the day when it's like, you know what? It's so cold. Let's just wear something that's a little bit more weather appropriate. She's like, oh. <laughs> just the true, like, grown ups suck and I yeah. should totally be in a dress yeah. and you're mm-hmm. the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's funny, uh, but she always wants to wear a dress. Uh, the other two sometimes, like, the other two also take out their clothes and are in charge of getting their outfits. Uh, and sometimes we'll like, I don't know what matches. I don't know what's whatever. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, just try. And if it's really bad, we'll tell you. And if you think that it looks great anyway, then that's your call. Now, Lauren and I do disagree on that. Like, I am super on the side of if you want to wear it, even if I think it looks horrible, if it's, you know, not indecent, then by all means. And Lauren is very much on the side of like, you cannot wear orange polka dots with blue plaid. Like, you can't do that. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You mentioned, you mentioned the weather yesterday we got i mean hank wanted to wear different pants than he's allowed to wear and so um we get we <laughs> we got him dressed by saying but by, by letting him basically just wear wear the school pants over the other pants <laughs> so he was wearing two pairs of pants <laughs> but it was cold enough so it was all right did you guys ever have uh this this might reveal both strange parenting and um uh, age. Strange parenting, alternate title for this show. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Stranger um, parenting. Stranger parenting, sure. <laughs> Speaking of barbs. Uh, on Netflix. Right. Oh, good. Lex, that was good. Um, it was no, fast. Uh, my parents, my mother would tell us to put our feet in plastic bags and then put on our regular shoes if we didn't have winter <laughs> boots or rain boots. <laughs> mostly rain boots. And um, I'm not going to lie about this. There was a couple of kids at the bus stop that had Wonder Bread bags hanging out the back of their shoes. Mm. And I mm-hmm. can't help but think like huh. a Ziploc or, you know, Glad or Hefty would be a, a better product for that rather than the bread bag. I don't know. Although, the bread bag is shaped a little more foot-like. Right. And I think that was the, that was the point. But uh, yeah. did you, did, is that something you're familiar with at all? Uh, no, I don't have any idea why you're wearing a bread bag in your shoes. I don't mm-hmm. understand. As a kid, though, as just because you're, you're you don't have you don't have waterproof shoes. So. Shoes, right? Yeah, it's I don't like remember. Your, I don't know keep, that we. I don't think we ever did that. But it does sound strangely familiar. Like your but mother would say, "Hey, it's really wet out there. It's really cold. <laughs> Here, hand you a plastic bag and be like, what am I supposed I can't to do specific. It? I mean, I, that, that concept is, is familiar to me, but I can't point, I can't think of a specific time when we did that. So I think I, I believe I was the first child to go. Why would I do this? We have boots right here. Like I can just put these <laughs> boots on. I can do that. And, um, you know, she'd be like, well, then what are you going to do? I'll just wear the boots all day long. It's fine. Like what? It's great. I, I like those boots. I'll wear them all day. They were quote snowmobile boots at the time. And I thought they were awesome. Mm. They had huh? the like ducky rubbery bottom and then they had like the uh-huh. little 
you know, nylon sleeve with. Yeah, you guys probably had. You, you guys probably needed to have a stronger um, boot game than. Yeah, I mean, well, we I would know. get snow, but. It, and, we, yeah. and, and I remember having having winter boots, but we these I would were, imagine you had many other options. Also, the moon boot was a was a late uh, childhood development. Well, actually, for me, early childhood, but but I w- wore them as like a shoe shoe for a while. I remember that too. The moon boot. Remember the uh, NASA inspired. Right. Right. Yep. I think yep. they're they're like the UGG boots of today, except for without the fur and without the uh, price tag. Lex, you probably don't know, but we sent a man to the moon once. Um, oh, yes. <clears throat> I you know for a few I, times actually. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad used to wear like galosh cover-up sort of things rubbers like, you know, you, oh you yeah machine. yeah right rubbers, rubbers. Yeah. <laughs> and i always thought that that was the hey if my dad wore rubbers i wouldn't anyway so <laughs> i always it I wouldn't be in this predicament am i right <laughs> yeah i also thought that was the way to go right because then you can wear whatever the shoes you want are and you get but yeah yeah man it's totally gross though to put those on well it's fine to put them on but then when you take them off it's like uh, gross right because yeah. they're all wet and gross what's yes. so funny most i don't understand <laughs> they're covered in you know <laughs> just yucky stuff. The magic of life, water. And now you've got to rub it's your hands beautiful. on it. It's not, you know, come on. Uh, and man, if you ever try to put on one that's dirty. When a, when a man loves his shoes very much. Very much. <laughs> Beat me to it. Well, we've reached a new low. <laughs> just like America. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the podcast is going to be like for the next four years yes it is <laughs> so if you want to get out now we'll understand you well. i don't understand it. why you guys are saying that <laughs> p.s write a review reviews really help <laughs> yeah by the way if you like the show unsubscribe uh don't listen uh and write a review on itunes mm-hmm.